Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Here we go. Now it's panic mode. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. I just want to double check, Stone. Um, when when you're up three games to one in a best of seven series, that's good, right? It's uh, not good, it's great. I. Uh, yeah, that's a great point, uh, Jeanette. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just checking with you. Anytime that that you have a team up three games to one, you feel like you're in a really good position to move on in a postseason, right? I'm gonna say it in Spanish. See. Si. Uh huh. So we've gotten it in English, and in Spanish. I can go French. We. Oui. We. Oui. Uh, do you, what about German? Do we know? Do we know? No. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me find it real quick. I, I probably I should know, know this. Any, I know how to say thank you and cheers in German. Yes, in German. Should know. Uh, One of my best friends is German. Congrats. Ja. Yeah. Ja. Okay. Ja. So we've said it in three different languages now. Three games to one when you lead in that series. It's good. But you would never, ever, ever know it. With some of the sky is falling nonsense that I think is generated, though, by a, a, a 24-7 sports debate news cycle, social media that dictates that we react to everything to the extreme because now three games to one is apparently the most dangerous lead in sports. If a team's down three games to one, they have the advantage. Yes, the Heat lost last night. And no, it doesn't mean they're not going to win the series. Yes, it means there's still work to do. No, it doesn't mean that the season is coming to an impending end. Yes, the Celtics finally decided to wake up and Jason Tatum decided to hit a damn bucket in the fourth quarter. But no, it is not a reason for concern. Would you people bleeping breathe? Ken Levick alive on a Wednesday here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker and a John Levine accident attorney studios downtown West Palm Beach Phillips Point Towers right off of the very hot very uncomfortable but sparkly intercoastal stone the Banowitz Friday Night Lights Radio Life Partner runs this catastrophe until two o'clock and the Dominic Queen Jeanette Javier here for her normal Wednesday appearance. Are you okay, by the way? I, you know, it's been a weird morning. I am sweating for no reason. You're you're glistening. Yeah, if you want to use that word, I really appreciate it. So thank you. I just wanted to make sure you were okay because uh, I saw you for the first time, like literally ten seconds before I started to talk, and I wanted to make sure we were all we were all good. Life's it'll be great. Okay, it'll be great. great. Everything's fine. We're having a life morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, but I understand you know, it's it. It's funny, the ja in Spanish means that's enough. So I have no way if you're going with like the Spanish ja or the German ja. I'll definitely put that in the arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I need you to stop talking, ja, ja. <laughs> it's going to be a well, lot. That's uh, so, so I, 
I initially just thought like, hey, Jeanette's just torn up over the the heat loss last night. <laughs> and yes, the second half was an abomination. The heat got smacked around in the second half after leading by six. And a lot of that is Grant Williams, future heat, by the way. Grant Williams had a big game. He had a big second half and Jason Tatum for the first time in the series did Jason Tatum things. And guess what? They're the Celtics. That happens. Like that's my simplest, that's my simplest message that I can send to you is that the Boston Celtics, the Eastern Conference champions from a year ago, played like the best form of the Boston Celtics. And nobody in the NBA is beating that. And you still have a three games to one lead. Was it was it jarring to see the Heat? Played like they did in the second half when they have spent an entire postseason fighting off unbelievable charges like that and finding ways to win. Yeah, but the reason that I think we feel down this morning is because we've been subjected to the grittiest postseason maybe of all time with the way the Heat have played and erased double-digit deficits. The Heat have faced nine double-digit deficits in the fourth quarter in the playoffs. They have lost three of those games now. The Heat are fine. And guess what? If they lose tomorrow, they're still fine. Because what's the series if the Heat lose tomorrow in Boston Stone? 3-2. They're fine! Come on! Come on! I'm seeing, oh, I'm, I, I've got a level five concern. Oh, this looked like the regular season heat. I, am, I, am I crazy? Or did we watch the Boston Celtics lose by damn near 30 and trail by 35 the game before? Was that the Heat or the Celtics who, who did that? That was the Celtics. Yeah, that was, that was the Celtics. Now the Celtics have the heat right where they want them. What are we doing here? Like, like, Jeanette, listen to to Jimmy Butler last night. Listen to Jimmy Butler last night. If if you're a Heat fan and you've gone to work this morning or you're in the car and all you can do is feel the anxiety in your stomach and the, oh, no, here come the mighty Celtics. If you're, if you're acting like that, if you're being soft, I want you to listen to Jimmy tell you what he what he planned on doing last night to get over the the game four loss to make it 3-1 heat here's jimmy stay consistent do the same thing that i do that we do after every game we're gonna listen to some music you know we're gonna drink some beers back there i'm gonna go have some wine um i don't think that you could just focus on basketball all the time. You have to be able to, you know, get away from the game a little bit. Think about it. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you fall back on, you know, your habits, how consistent you're going to be. And myself and my teammates, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to smile. We're going to be in this thing together like we always are. And we're going to go get one on the road. Going to listen to music. Going to drink some beers. Going to drink some wine. I mean, what a a really common sense approach to being up three games to one because if the heat were up two games to one and then they won last night to go up to three games to one we'd feel great we'd celebrate that's one of the benefits Jeanette of going up three games to none is that you can lose and still be up three games to one 
For sure. And I think the first word that comes to mind when I hear that clip of Jimmy Butler is confidence. He's very cool, calm, collected. Know he, how he's going to regroup. And he's not And like then a, just get the next dub and take yeah. and go to the finals. He's not like a panicky pillow. No. Like, come on, guys. Come on. If I were to do one through five level of concern that the Heat aren't going to the NBA finals right now, I'm at a two because I'm always at a two because there's always a what if. There's always a what if. And this is a great Celtics team. And it's shocking the Heat went up three games to none, but they've, they've done the hard part. They won the first two games in Boston. Like, here's the thing. Last year, if the Heat were the Heat, when they were the one seed, Jeanette, and they hosted the first two games, and they split the first two games with the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, and the Heat were down three games to two in the Eastern Conference Finals in Boston, won that to force a game seven, then lost it at home. But if this was last year, same two teams, same core, Heat the one seed, they have home court advantage over the Celtics, and the Heat had gone up three games to none and dropped game four in Boston. And it was three games to one heading into game five. We would be saying, hey, no problem. No problem. It's all good. But because the Heat don't have that one in front of their, their, their name this year in the postseason bracket, because the Heat didn't have home court advantage, now going up three games to none, we're going to pull our hair out. I just, I don't get it. And I understand, oh, no, if you lose tomorrow, now it's 3-2. But guess what? They come home where they've lost once all postseason long. Are you allowed to be very, very concerned if the Heat lose game six, if they lose game five? There's so many ifs. That's the thing. There's layers of ifs still. If they lose game five. And then if they lose game six, game seven in Boston, are you allowed to be level five concerned? Absolutely. But for now, there's no need to lose sleep. There's no need to not talk to your kids. There's no need to cold shoulder your wife or your partner. Just go about your day. It's okay. To be honest with you, first of all, I can't stop smiling because... You're geeking out there. (laughs) Who, me? Yeah, you're geeking in your corner right now. Ken's panties are are in a wad, honestly. A a big bunch. He's he's trying to not act like Heat fans all the while acting like a Heat fan right now because I even had to holler at you guys this morning and spoken about how disgusting my timeline is with these Heat fans absolutely pulling their hair out. Here's the tweet. Here's the tweet uh, to Jeanette and I this morning, and we didn't have a traditional uh, text thread because my phone is broken. I'll get to that. I have a classic first-world problem developing right now. Uh, But Stone at 9.54 this morning, Heat fans are just gross this morning. The timeline sucks. People have poop running down their legs. And he's right. My, 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 my whole social media timeline is just poopy pants all over the place. <laughs> I mean, By the way, your timing of the text was absolutely terrible. I went she was out pooping. of my way. No. That's what I thought oh, she was yeah, going. She was pooping at the time. No, no. This was while I was having my coffee, so the pooping came after. But <laughs> Got I moving. went out right. of my way to make a really nice cup of coffee this morning. A little pumpkin spice creamer. A little mm. bit of stevia. Mm. It is not pumpkin spice season. I don't care. You know, I have a that. problem. I don't care. Pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> yep. All day about that no, life. Sit problem, down. Leave me alone. Anyways. I was enjoying my coffee. I was literally looking forward to this coffee since last night. And in comes Stone with this, there's poop down the leg text. I, it ruined my coffee experience this morning. I mean, it makes sense when you got to pee and someone says waterfall. Yeah, same kind of deal yeah. there. But, but can I, I, it's just a miserable experience. I mean, <laughs> it, it is. hilarious. Ken, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to jump to the left today. I, I don't necessarily want to be on this heat side. So I'm going to ask you, if there's anything that does scare you, 
Like, be realistic. In- instead of just deflecting everything, what mm-hmm. scares you? Is it is it them being down nine in the third and kind of getting out of that slump and hitting shots in the fourth and having two max contract players play well? Is it now that the the Miami Heat are not even three to one to get out of this series at this point? Like, come on, like let's be real. What scares you here? Because there was some stuff last night that was a little like, oh, no. what was? Oh, it was okay. a little. It was very loud. It, it was. It, it's. They heated won four straight playoff games before last night. You know how difficult that is? So the reason the Heat lost last night is because they started turning the ball over at will. Jason Tatum played and was effective in a fourth quarter for the first time all series. Kyle Lowry had no idea what he was doing on offense last night. I mean, just just aimlessly <laughs> driving down the lane and then trying to kick to the top of the key where there's nobody except green shirts. Like, what are you doing? In a critical time, Bam played his first bad game in eight. He played his first bad game in eight games last night. So these things, though, when you've won four straight playoff games, like it's allowed when you're up three games to none in the Eastern Conference Finals that maybe, just maybe, Things don't click on a given night. It's okay. It doesn't matter if you're. Uh, hey, I know. I know that it's tough to to stomach. But the Denver Nuggets have lost games in this postseason. <gasps> Gasp! The great Denver Nuggets. They lost to a Suns team that didn't have Chris Paul at its disposal and big and big. Yeah, twice. Okay, so it's okay to have an off night. But what I think we're getting caught up in is that the Heat lost to this team a year ago in the Eastern Conference Finals. Never mind the fact that they fought off an elimination game in Boston at vaunted TD Garden where last time I checked the Heat have already won twice in this series. That's facts. And the Heat have played consistent ball. Why? It's been nothing but consistency in this postseason for the Heat. Why are we just ready to pull the carpet out from under this postseason run like this. Uh, it's just so easy to say, oh, there's the regular season heat. No team in the postseason has been more consistent than the heat, okay? But it's because, it's because of that eight. That eight that's in front of the heat name that we just forget that this is the same core, same group that was the one seed a year ago. And this is this that same group that's been better this postseason than that team was last postseason, especially in this series against the exact same Celtics team. You know, I'm having a great time having you defend the Miami Heat uh, run, the the loss last night. They were bad last night. They were bad last night, but it's you defending the Miami Heat against Miami Heat fans, given the character arc you've essentially had during the Miami Heat postseason. From going to Atlanta Hawks, and they quote again, mm-hmm. let's get it over with, yeah. to screw all you Miami Heat fans. There's nothing to be worried about. Ken, I am like enamored by this whole situation right. that you are right now. Because again, something happened in the fourth quarter of the Bulls play-in game where this team said, oh yeah, this is how we play like last year. And, and uh, you, I just, I refuse to believe that you can beat the Milwaukee Bucks in five, including breaking Giannis's soul so hard mm-hmm. that he refuses to admit failure, into taking down the Knicks and shutting down Julius Randle and neutralizing the greatest role player in the NBA per Kendrick Perkins, Josh Hart, and beating the Knicks in six, and then going up three games to none on the Celtics 
The same team that took out the Sixers in seven. And you mean to tell me that it is now all collapsed because they lost a game four up three games to none? Think how silly that sounds on its face. Like, come on, if you knew nothing about the Miami Heat season, you would say to yourself, holy hell, the Heat are in a great spot. That's amazing. That's awesome. I think it's a good way to do it, right? And, and if somebody were to ask us a month ago, hey, so you're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals taking on the Boston Celtics. After and- a random loss to Brooklyn to push them to the seven seed, that was the most frustrating game of the season, going to a Brooklyn team with nobody on the roster, and they lose, and they lose big, and they drop to the seven seed in the Eastern Conference standing, still battling for a postseason position. Someone tells you, hey, uh, the Heat are going to Boston up three games to one in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, you'd say, uh, bath salts? <laughs> Okay. That's fun. Are you going to eat a face? Yeah. I mean, who's your dealer? I mean, that's definitely, <laughs> that, that's definitely what's going on. But level of Kids concern. Kids, stay away from bath salts. Please, please do that. Just level, drugs in general. Level of concern one through five. Some of them. This one's going to trigger you, but I think this is where Heat fans do need to take it. And yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with the four here because I'm already gearing up for game six, bringing it back to Kaseya Center because this is uh, not a spot fine. you want to be in for the it's Heat. right? It's the two. And it is At fine. Home. Absolutely. Good. That's where I'm going. But for us to, not necessarily us because we are the ones who are not necessarily setting off the alarms. But for Heat Twitter, for that fan base who's absolutely losing their minds right now, like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. We have a cushion. These odds are still what they are. And uh, you can expect the same from the Heat as far as what they've done up to this point in the postseason, not what they did last night. Can't Heat fans just be okay with how far they've come? They started the series at, what, 3% odds? What are the odds now? Weren't they favored for the first time last night? Yeah, they were. So, like, why can't there just be like, well, oh, poop. here's the problem. Right here. If the Celtics were the team that were up three games to none, then the answer to that is sure. But once your team goes up three games to none and there's the wrong side of history for the first time ever that uh, people want to continually bring up, then no longer can you just be satisfied. If the Heat mm-hmm. lose to the Nuggets in five, I'll say to myself, you know what? That was an awesome playoff run. But if the Heat lose up three games to none to the Celtics, then that's the thing that sticks with you for like a month. You spoiled Heat fans. I quote, let's just get the series over with. That's kind of well, no, That wasn't a series. That was said before the Bulls game. That was said before was. the Bulls game. Let's just get this over with. If the Heat don't care, then I don't care the way they played against Atlanta, which is I still mm-hmm. was I still mm-hmm. maintain was as reasonable a take as is humanly possible. And I, and I think what's most triggering about this series between us and the Boston Celtics is now we're, we're, we're opening the conversation in this beautiful day of social media. We go back to the, 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 <laughs> the 2004 Boston Red Sox, New right. York Yankees. We're right. starting to do this right. thing where well, a Boston team was the only team to uh-huh, do it. Uh-huh. We're trying to piece them together, parlay, coincide. This is the same thing. The this worst, is the same thing. The worst thing to ever happen to sports is the Red Sox coming back from three games done on against the Yankees because it made people believe that outside of hockey, it was actually possible. Like, it could happen regularly. No, 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 no. That's the, that's the only time it's happened. And so then, uh, and by the way, Derek Jeter, you, you turned your back on the Marlins. What are you doing? What are you doing, the man? Only- was, uh, okay, the A-Rod Jeter thing courtside <laughs> yeah, last night. Get out. It was so wrong in so many cases. At least A-Rod's from South Florida. Jeet's. Go back to Tampa, bro. Nobody <laughs> nobody invited you. Nobody wants you there. The only people allowed to be courtside to me at Heat Games, DJ Khaled, mm. even though he's wildly overrated, DJ Khaled, mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel. Rick Ross. Rick Ross and 
the opera singer who wears all the crazy yes. heat dresses. Nah, she's too much now. No, she's awesome. No, dress she's lady's great. cool. Uh, dress lady's awesome. She's and she's a. You forgot the Estefans. She, I believe, and the Estefans. Um, but but she she's like a, a twelve Pimble? year, thirteen year season Diplo. ticket holder. No, no, no. But I say people from South people Florida. that are regularly there. Okay. Oh. Opera woman. DJ Khaled. Is she opera? Mike McDaniel. Yeah, she's a famous okay, like a famous Russian opera singer. Oh, I like her. Um, uh, so, so, oh, Jeets, nobody asked you to be there. And and he just <laughs> opened up the Pandora's box so TNT could start yeah. midway through the fourth quarter. Three games to none. Uh-huh. Red, Red Sox, Sox. 2004. <laughs> and Celtics fans are going to latch on to that because, ooh, uh, our, our Red Sox did it in, in four. Shut up. Like, this isn't the same team. Stone, were you even alive? Yeah, I was six years old. Yeah. I was six years old when that happened. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> and and you talk about, you know, being good in the hood. A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez, I mean, he's from the ghetto. He's from he's from Miami. He's been able to get it out the gutter. Like he said Dude, on that. he's looking well, rough, Didn't too. he say, though, he was from the, the ghetto of Kendall? Yeah, the streets of no. Kendall. Yeah. From Kendall? Yeah. <laughs> Shut He said he was up. from the streets of Kendall. The streets of Kendall? Yeah. So, not so, Overtown, yeah. not the, Garden. The very well-paved streets of Kendall. Oh. I know so he said it. So he's good at Casey Center through and through. Yeah. But oh they, I mean, they're trying to latch on to anything they can. And, and and last night, I mean, it would have been such good meme material to get swept after. Don't let us get one for Marcus Smart. Don't let us win this one. Hey, Rob, we got this thing from all the Celtics guys. So so missed opportunity there. But they're latching on to anything they can. It does. Uh, the way I've looked at it this morning, it does raise the uh, possibility of hoisting the Larry Bird Trophy in front of Celtics fans tomorrow night. Now that, that would be hot. Mm. That would give me a sports rection. Your face just went, like you're blushing. Ken. I would, I would be. Uh, this is uncomfortable to watch Ken to reacting, the, reacting to this. Well, I'm sharing it with him. Yeah. Oh, well, you two have a to, shared let, sports rection. Let me know if you want me to leave the room, okay? <laughs> uh, so so I, my, my concern level is at a two. If one is the least, five is the most, I'm at a two. Because there's no reason to go crazy. Like, did I like Kyle Lowry just dribbling all over the floor aimlessly? No. <laughs> did I like it? And, and, and what's really frustrating is two minutes into the third quarter, the Heat had a chance to deliver the death blow. They were up nine. Up nine. And mm-hmm. Jimmy misses point blank after point blank after point blank bunny. And then Jason Tatum got going. It goes back to back. That, that's the one thing. That's the one thing that has me, oh, God, did we let Jason Tatum into this series? But then on the other side, when is Jason Tatum put together four straight excellent games in this postseason? The answer is he hasn't. He hasn't. Did you watch the Sixers series? Did you watch this Celtics team about to win in Philadelphia and have a commanding 3-1 lead only to lose that game, then go home and lose? Like, do we not remember these things? So, based on how the Celtics have played this postseason and their effort level and maintaining it, they haven't been able to do it. The Heat have. So why should I be overly concerned? For me... My concern level is a two. Jeanette, where's your heat concern level this morning? Nada. Or this afternoon? Nada. Zero, huh? It's got to be a one. It's a one to five scale. Okay, a one. (laughs) Yeah. Uno. I don't know how to say one in French. But no, the heat, Jimmy Butler is confident, which makes the whole rest of the team confident. They're up 3-1. They're heading to Boston like they haven't won there before. Right. As you said, I ain't worried. I ain't worried about nothing. And and, 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 with Jimmy... I think he. I thought he made a good point last night that this might have been a little bit of a. And sometimes, and you know, playing competitive sports like you did in college, Stone, high school, college, sometimes you need a reset button. 
Sometimes you need to be smacked in the mouth a little bit to be put back on course. And Jimmy last night was talking about how the loss, it might, it, it might end up uh, creating something good because we probably found out a little something about ourselves. Jimmy, it's only one loss, obviously, but is there any concern on your part that this could start to build momentum on the Boston side of things? No. If anything, it'll build momentum for us knowing that we have to play with a lot more energy. Yep. And, um, you know, we got to play like our backs are against the wall. Um, but I, I think all year long we've been better and we to do things the hard way. I mean, ain't that the truth? I mean, doing things the hard way, you don't want to do it like that. But isn't that how they've gotten here? Yeah, spot on. I think naturally in a spot like this, if you're the heat up 3-0, and, and it's a super cliche saying nothing wise here, but you forget about the details. You forget about the little things. Like, you think what you've been doing is enough because of the way you won these games. And, yeah, you kind of get lax a little bit. And getting blitzed in the third quarter, I think minus 15 to the Celtics. Yeah. Like, it was something they weren't necessarily ready for slash used to. So, it's something that they need to readjust and be like, hey, when we come out of the gates in this third tomorrow night, we need to be better. So, it's those little things. And Jimmy hinted at it. It's perfect. I, I just... I am. Uh, I'm glad to hear you say you are just completely unbothered, Jeanette. And I had a feeling you were going to be. People don't remember that there's no need. That, there's no need to panic in a postseason, even if this was a two-two series. There'd be no need to panic. No, no, I, I, I wouldn't be at a zero. And that can't. And that can't be advice coming from you because oh. if we rewind the clock to a 2022 postseason. You okay. said your least favorite part of sports is the postseason. You hate it. No, it's, it's anxiety ridden. to the receipt, okay, Stone. But, but no, no, no. But what I'm saying is that at 2-2, you're still very much alive. You can be concerned. But at 2-2, when you're an eight seed, like, come on, guys. Like, that's great. In the Eastern Conference Finals, it's 3-1. You were up three games to none. We did this same thing, and the NHL media tried to do the same thing when the Panthers were up three-zip on Toronto and lost game four at home. Here come the Maple Leafs. What did the Panthers do? They they ruined that entire franchise. Close they just fired door. their GM. They're, they're going to lose Austin Matthews. Like The Heat still have this opportunity. Like Remember last year, the Celtics killed the Heat in Miami in game two. Killed them. Went home. The Heat stole game three. That was the game Jimmy got injured, and bam, uh, came through. Then the Heat got bombed in game four. They were down 30 at one point, lost by 20. Then the Heat scored 80 in game five, and were down three games to two. And then the magnificent game six performance for Jimmy, 45 points came. And then game seven, the Heat lose at home. What feels better? What the Heat are doing now? Or the situation the Heat were in last year at this time is the one seed. I'll take now. Mm -hmm. I'll take now. That's how you have to look at it. I'll take now. no other way to look at it than last year's series versus this year's series. It gives you the most clarity. It it relaxes you the most, saying at least it's not that. At least we're not in that spot. And we keep going back to, oh, the Heat regular season identity. That looked like the Heat regular season identity. Well... What about the Heat postseason identity compared to the Celtics' postseason identity? Because one's been consistent and overwhelming. The other has been ragged and has underperformed expectations. I'll take the team with the positive, consistent postseason identity over the one that's been up and down and all over the place like a stenograph. Okay? What's a stenograph? 
Uh, that is the uh, the the. Mm-hmm. Wow, what an explanation! I, 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 does he doesn't? It's even the know. lie detector test, right? He, did you just say something medically and have no idea what it meant? I, I, that's kind oh of no, 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 no! A stenograph is actually. I, he I has apologize. No idea it's what, it's it what they use in the courtroom to dictate. So that was wrong. <laughs> That's kind of a shot at us, Jeanette. So what he did there was try to throw around a big medical phrase, knowing that me and you are dumbasses. It's not a medical it's, phrase. It's from the courtroom. Well, court, you, you, tried, you tried originally to pawn it off as a medical. You're like, right. oh, and it's he, that thing. And <laughs> he knows we would know no better. Mm-hmm. So he threw it out there thinking he would get away with it. Maybe I we got to start checking it. I meant seismometer. Uh, you know he said, I'm in a very chucky mood. I meant, <laughs> I meant a seismometer. That's when there's an earthquake. And no. what you came out to the lady or the man who is in a courtroom typing the stuff. Stenographer. You Same letter. Wow. Again, good job. What's your level of concern <laughs> for the heat right now? One, the least level. Five, the biggest level of concern. I'm at a two. Jeanette's at a one. And Stone, you're at a four. Yep. You fraud. Soft. Oh, you? You're the fraud here. I'm at two. I, I screwed up a word. I screwed up a word. And I'm going to dangle it for the whole rest of the hour and a half. What is your level of concern? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. What is your heat level of concern right now? And also, also, we need to expose, there is some big-time hope analysis being thrown out there right now. Hashtag hope analysis, and it's coming from the usual suspects, Mike Greenberg. You have to listen to some of this nonsense. What I would advise to you, and and for me, I'm someone that, and Jeanette, we work under the, the ESPN umbrella, mm-hmm. but what I would advise to you, Heat fans, is to avoid the worldwide leader until tomorrow. Because That's smart. That's some of smart. what we're hearing on the worldwide leader, both radio and TV, is absolute nonsense. And absolute fear porn nonsense. That's typical. The Heat have never received the respect that they deserve. No, th- right. That they deserve. Right. And so, of course, it's being jumped all over. For sure. It is fear mongering at its finest on the worldwide leader after the Celtics won last night. What is your concern level with the Heat? One the least, five the most. I'm a two. Jeanette's a one. Stone's a four because he doesn't have the guts. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. And by the way, stenographers get paid well. Don't, saying, don't try to bounce back. I want to look Do you into even it. know who they are, what they do? I just said. They're the courtroom reporters. Yeah, after you, after you look type. it up. Look at him trying to. The at least it, I, so. I, at least I tried to rectify it as opposed to just leaning in. No, first no, take. but I go back to Stone's point. You thought that we wouldn't question, and you thought that we were no, because that's I stupid no, that, to assume. No, that you that's knew not what I did at all. Yeah, I, I, no, no, no. I think you that, hit us with a four syllable word, and no, you're just like, ha ha. I because don't know what I it is. clearly didn't know, and I owned it that it was. I didn't know. I screwed up, and I'm not trying to make you feel dumb because I'm clearly the one who thought it was something that it wasn't. So you saying, oh, he's just trying to make us feel dumb. That's how you feel about yourself. Whoa! Don't, don't oh, project. Don't project on me. No, 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 no! Don't project on me how you feel about yourself because I didn't do that, and you're blaming me for doing something I didn't do because you don't feel confident in your own intelligence. This is textbook gaslighting. Then I, this is fine. I'm gaslighting away. And my mother's also in the business of court reporting, so shame on me for. So not how, I, I was gonna say so. So don't don't I, sit here no. and project it on me. No, Miss Stacy Labanowitz. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even catch How it. How 
dare. So he's going to say, he's going to say, I'm trying to crap on him when he couldn't even right away understand. It took Jeanette to understand that there was a problem there. Fraud. For, he, I'm everything the, I, about Stone today is a fraud. No, don't start. Can you? <laughs> you started it. This is why you guys are on together Monday through Friday. And I Frauds. corrected it. I corrected it. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the floor to keys learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho we're scheduled to be joined by dolphins pro bowl corner Xavier howard later on in the show what is your concern level with the heat one through five one the least five the most 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 she's jeanette javier the minute queen so smart i'm ken levick i'm live on espn 106.3 From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The Heat are fine. Three games to one. No need to go crazy. But this is why, Jeanette, this is why I'm telling fellow Heat fans to avoid the worldwide leader. At least for the next 36 hours or so. Okay. But make sure, by the way, that uh, if you have an AC problem, EDS air conditioning, if you have a nose issue, snoring problem, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, if you want to get your MBA in sport management, do it at Florida Atlantic. If you want to go down to uh, Miami Central Station, Fort Lauderdale, take Brightline. Okay. Just want to make sure. Um, listen to this from Mike Greenberg on, on Get Up Today on ESPN. This is a real thing that happened and it came out of the mouth of the face, the face of the network, the longest tenured face, on-air face of ESPN, Mike Greenberg. Here's him today. What happened was the Celtics finally played like their backs were against the wall. In the second half, last night, they just turned it around. You see the numbers. Down six. At one point, it was a nine-point deficit. And then they started shooting the ball. And to J.J.'s point, they finally started knocking down threes. And there you go. So we've got Allen here, and we've got J.J. here, and we got Zach Lowe there. Zach jumps in with us here. And, Zach, my only question to you is, uh, do you have your flights and hotels prepared for Boston next week? Because uh, next Thursday night, game one of the NBA Finals will be played in Boston after the Celtics engineer the first ever Love 3 comeback in NBA postseason history. What do you think of that, Zach Lowe? Well, I, w- I want to be clear. Are you calling it right now, Greeny? Are you calling I- your shot right now? I'm calling it right now. I'm Babe Ruth. I'm pointing at the stands, and I'm telling you right now, the Celtics, I said it yesterday before the game that the Celtics were going to win that game uh, and begin a, a run. Prediction. The Celtics, nothing that has happened in this series has made sense to me. I, I don't mean that to be interpreted as though I think Miami is a bad team. Yes, They're you not. do. They're yes, a terrific you- team. No, that's not They're true. brilliantly coached. You don't think Butler that. And Jimmy Butler in the playoffs is one of the five best players in the NBA. 
NBA. You but openly the Celtics have excuses another one for the of Knicks. those five best players in the NBA, and every other part of their team should be better. They have had circles coached around them, and they've played like they just didn't care. Okay. The bottom line of it is, those should be things that can change, and I feel like they're about to. I think the Celtics have a really good chance to do this, Zach. Yes, I do. Okay. Here's what happens in the sports media realm now, or in the sports talker realm, because that's not even media. The sports talker realm mm-hmm. is you've got to out-provocative everybody. Mm-hmm. You've got to start saying crazy things for content. On the front page of ESPN.com right now, you know what's there? That clip. Because it's going to get attention, and it's going to get the clicky, 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 clicky. And you try to be in that group of yep. making history. Yep. It's like if the Celtics made history, well, Greenberg's a part of it mm-hmm. because he had chose that, like, hey, they're going to be the one of the 150 teams, I believe, that had a chance to do this right. that did this. I'm going to be provocative right now. Ooh. There's a Loch Ness monster that lives in the intercoastal. <laughs> I want you to put that out there and make it go viral, Stone. Okay? Oh, I, the Loch Ness monster uh, lives uh. in the intercoastal. If Mike Greenberg wants to be provocative, I'll be provocative as well. And I think yours is more provocative, too, because it's right between Palm Beach and West Palm Beach. Uh-huh. You know, very least, there's a lot of boats right. out here. Who is responsible for taking care of the Loch Ness Monster? Who's to know? Is it Who's dangerous? Are we going to be eaten by the Loch Ness I Monster? I mean, it, like uh, no team in the NBA has come back from down 3-0. Nobody has Seen ever been able to catch Mon- yeah. a Loch Ness Monster. Agreed. I mean, history is going to be made. Who is to know? It's unprecedented. One through five, your level of concern. One being the least, five being the most. What's your level of heat concern right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Stone guide me because I have a broken phone. Where are we going to first? Number one, Gustavo from West Palm Beach. I don't know why you said it like that. Gustavo's in West Palm on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Gustavo? Se acabo. Se acabo. It's done. Se acabo. It's over. It's finished. Miami Heat will be the first NBA team to go down. It'll be one minus 150. It is over. All that trash talking that Jimmy Buckets has been doing over the last, over the course of this series, he's about to eat it with two forks, baby. What trash talking did he do? What trash talking did he do? You can't, you're not trash talking if you're responding to trash talking. You can't get back if you're getting back to the get back. Like you can't, you, if, if you're responding to Al Horford and trolling Al Horford and you're trolling Grant Williams, the ones who instigated it, that's not trash talking. It is when you take it to Instagram and it's when you tag them on Instagram and go post for post for post. Come on. It's a, he's doing it and he ain't hiding it. If you ask Jimmy if he's trash talking. Tell you damn right. Jimmy is petty king right now in the NBA. Jimmy's the one who is waving to people at Madison Square Garden. Jimmy's the one who was waving to people in Milwaukee. That's Jimmy. I'm not worried about it. If you think, if you think that Jimmy is going to let this thing spiral out of control, and did he play well last night? No. But if you think he, you, 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 the Celtics are the ones responsible for starting the back and forth. The stupid Al Horford exaggerated timeout up seven in the second quarter of game one. Grant Williams up nine trying to get in Jimmy's face. Don't pin this on Jimmy. You got to look yourself in the mirror. Those instances were the most fire, most effort that the Celtics put into the series. Those pieces of trash talk prior to last night. 
You know, I, I, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but I'm the only reason why I'm rooting for the Celtics right now is because of Al Horford. He's the most accomplished Dominican Blame basketball him. player of all time. Senior he's citizen. So, what, no, he's not. When he starts trash-checking like he that, when soft. he does that little nod or whatnot, that makes me so full of pride. He's you know, another, you know what, he's another pudding pride. body guy. You know what he's been this series? A turnstile. Nice. Do you know what a turnstile is? I mean, Gabe <laughs> Vincent and Kayla Martin are just blowing by him. Anytime possible. Sam is in Port St. Lucie on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Sam? Hey, what's up, guys? Listen, I love the show. So I got a couple things to say, Ken. First off, that last caller, he must have drunk whatever greenie drunk this morning. They Ugh. must have some liquor inside. I mean, Sam, cup. you got to be kidding me, right? Like, I, on national television, that man went on there and said, because you got to be provocative, huh, game one in Boston. I'm calling my shot. They are tripping. It is nowhere close to over. I'm not the least bit concerned. In fact, I have zero, zero fear of Boston coming back. I'm not just a uh, fan of the Heat. I'm a Heat life all day. I'm from Palm Beach, born and raised. Let's go. I'm a, I'm a fan of the game. Basketball is a game of runs. And what happened last night, Boston had a good run. You seen the stream of three-pointers that they shot? Yeah. Some contested, some wide open. So we just dropped the ball a bit. I'm not concerned. In fact, I hope when we go down to Boston that we take their heart out the same way they took ours out last year Mm -hmm. when Jimmy missed the three and they barely got by and they barely made it to the finals because of Jimmy shooting the three instead of driving on Horford and getting a possible and one. I hope we go to uh, Boston, kill them dead, then celebrate in their own arena and get ready to play Denver. Sam, amen. Listen. The Celtics were really good in the second half last night, and they played with a lot of energy, okay? They played with a lot of energy. But I haven't seen that consistently, consecutive games, by the Celtics in this postseason. They haven't done it. So if they, if they had steamrolled their way through the opening two rounds and went down three games to none, I then would say to myself, if this played out the exact same way, uh-oh, there might be a problem here. But until... The Celtics, for the first time this postseason, can string together sustained, successful, late-game execution basketball. Why should I lose sleep over this? You shouldn't. Yeah. I think it's the correct approach you're taking is the show-me approach. Yeah. Like, we haven't seen this. All you got to do is show me. Other than that, I'm at a two. That's what you're at. And even if the – now, would I be a little more concerned if the Heat got blasted by 40 tomorrow? Yeah, probably a little bit. But at the end of the day, this ain't no aggregate. You're still coming back home up three games to two. The Heat are 2-0 and in Boston mm, uh, in this series. If they were to go 3-2, I wouldn't be at a one out of the one. No, no, no. I, and I'm not saying I wouldn't be. No, <laughs> you're, you're, I wouldn't you're, be. You're very casual no. about that, Ken. But no, 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 no. But, but I'm not saying I wouldn't change my, my concern level. But what I'm saying is that still, you have the advantage. As long as you have the advantage in the series, you're okay. You're okay. You know what wasn't good? In Boston, down three games to two, needing 45 from Jimmy Butler last year. That was much less advantageous to sanity than whatever happens in this series, barring a game seven happening in Boston. John is in Jensen on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, John. How are we doing, guys? Hey, so I want to ask I want to ask the Boston fans. I want them to look in the mirror, and I want them to say, do they think that team that they've been watching all playoffs mm-hmm. can sustain the level of effort that they did last night yep. to pull off that win yep. for three games in a row? 
really, really, really tell me that they that team is ready to sustain that effort because the Heat are going to give you the effort every single game. John, I think that that is right in line where I'm at and appreciate the call. Do you trust this team that has not done it at all in the postseason to string together not just three stone because three's not going to get it done. Four. Yeah. Four maximum effort games, connectivity that would surpass the heat, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but the ability to win two games at home. They have had all sorts of issues winning at home, not just in this series, but throughout the postseason. There's just a lot of uh, uh, there, there's there's a, a lot of precedent that the Celtics have set in this postseason that they would have to break in massive fashion to pull off what Mike Greenberg is proposing, the greatest comeback in NBA history. So we got to jump to a break, but I, I think I have the the holy grail of oh. questions for you in this series. Something that I, I think... Jeanette, do you really think I'm going to think it's the holy grail of questions? <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> I do, because I think it's what Ken Classic Stone is afraid to bring up. And I have the Mount Everest And then he's going to ask the question. Can we just talk about like, it? Choo, choo, uh, fine, choo, choo. I, I have the Loch Ness Monster <laughs> of questions In the Intracoastal. <laughs> in the Intracoastal. Uh-huh. Provocative. In this series. Are you willing to accept, because I think this is where I'm at, the Holy Grail. Yeah, Are you willing to accept that it's going to take a Jimmy Butler 45-point performance to close these guys out? Are you willing to do that? That was the Holy Grail question. The Loch Ness Monster. I told you. The, listen, I be, told you, be, Ken. Because, Classic stone move. I have the best question in the whole world. Because right. if Jimmy's going to miss from point blank at any point, in any corner, quarter of any of these games going forward, they're going to lose these games. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. So, so it's going to take a 40 ball from Jimmy to close these guys out. Have you asked yourself that question? Because uh, at any point, if he misses shots, they're going to lose games. That's it. That's it. That's where we're at. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he's got to be he's got to be markedly better than he was last night. I mean, like, he had a 15 point third quarter, and that wasn't nearly enough because he started the quarter 0 of 4. Exactly. If he's remotely yeah. close to anything no. he did last night, they won't well, win any of these games. The, the Heat, the Heat will likely need a Jimmy game, and he's got. Three opportunities to give a Jimmy game. If you would a holy grail question would have been, hey, 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 do you think Caleb Martin is going to need to have a forty-five point performance for the Heat to win this series? My question is, I'd be on bath salts. I don't want to do that. (laughs) My question is how you thought that was the holy grail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a better question than the holy grail question. That's fair, but we're 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 acting as if we're a one and we're a two when in the back of our heads. We know Jimmy sure. has to take us over the sure, hump. Sure, it's the only thing that that Heat fans can actually. But I think consider. more than that. I think more than that because don't forget Jimmy didn't play great basketball in a near thirty point win the other night. More than Jimmy having to score forty five is Kyle Lowry not going one of eight from the field. Bam Adebayo uh, playing up three turnovers. But that is. I don't want to say normal, but that's something that uh, in this we playoffs were, it has not been normal. We're, I was just gonna say you just dogged on Bam Adebayo last week, but I'm saying it's something as Heat fans we're accustomed to. Like we're not going into a game expecting Kyle Lowry to yeah, have a great what, game. Do I think though that Jimmy, even if everybody else falls off, Jimmy is capable of dragging this team into the finals with a vintage Jimmy game? The answer to that is yes, because we have seen him do it against this Celtics team several times before. There and it is. There no, it is. No better place I feel like to do it than Boston. The Oof. ultimate petty move. I oh. agree. I think. Just he fancy to admit, Jimmy, get us out of the series. Like that's where get I, us out of the series. No fan needs to admit it. You're not a Heat fan if you don't already believe that. The only reason why you've you're here 
on the brink of going to the finals is because of Jimmy. Yeah. So take us home, Jimbo. Take that's, us home. That's it. Because and, these other guys might not do it. This is a this is a spot that they've never it, been in. It wasn't a holy well, grail of questions. It was just more of like the subconscious. All of thing. that said, if Kyle Lowry wanted to be better than two of eight and five points, that would help. He's the, the opp- bench player. The opportunity is there. That's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Stay consistent. Do the same thing that I do, that we do after every game. We're going to listen to some music. You know, we're going to drink some beers back there. We're going to go have some wine. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. That's weird. I did the same thing. I had some wine last night. I am going to have a lot of wine Friday night. Red wine? Of course. Of course. I already know. I'm going to treat myself after this week. Miomi Pinot Noir. Yes. That's my that's my wine of choice. Stone knows that. Stone, are you a wine guy? Yeah. Are I, you? I am. I am. Well, I don't discriminate. Like, I, I don't ever turn down wine when it's offered to me. Are you more of a white wine, a Zinfandel guy, or a red wine? I'm a white. He has no I'm idea. A, well, I know you're white. I swear what about to- your wine? I like my white wine more so than I like my red. If you're saying I have no idea, I've drinking. Don't do that. We don't have to get into this discussion. I drink plenty I, of wine. I want to know. I drink plenty of wine. Which is name me a sweet wine. Uh, as far as what we have in the household, like a no, Moscato. No, like a, yes. No, I asked Stone, oh. not you, Ken. No, but but why Stone doesn't need to know the types of wines. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Yeah, yes, it, you do. There is a clear lineage of how you how you start drinking wine and how you end. Oh, I, I like how this tastes. I like how this tastes, and I'll drink wine once or twice a month. Other than that, it's yeah, brewed. He's not a big no, wine so guy. Give me beer point. and beer and more beer and more beer and then <laughs> more beer. <laughs> what a man! Because you're a damn man. Because I'm a because da- I'm a damn. Well, it's also a Stone Cold Steve Austin reference. But if I'm drinking wine, it's offered to me more. So would you, mm. you want to drink? And I'm like, yeah, I'll just drink with you, whatever you're drinking, and it's put on my See, table, and I sip it, and I enjoy. That's it. That's why he wouldn't know like what wines. He's like, oh, that's a white wine, and it's sweet. Yum. No, I, you see, no, I'm, I've become pickier about my but, kind of wines. But, but, to the point where if I'm going to a specific dinner, I will order a specific wine pending what I see, eat. See, that's wildly pretentious. No, I don't do not. that at all. I just know what I like and I go through with it. Mm. I don't... I but, don't try to share my wine knowledge with you because obviously mine is better than yours and yes, Stone's. I agree. So I let you drink what you want, but am I going to sit and judge you if you're having a nice ribeye and you're like, can I have a pink Moscato? What are you doing? I won't date a guy like that. I don't. I well, fine, but like I just I I think that it wasn't a diss. Stone, yeah, <laughs> I, Stone. You shouldn't feel bad. Like if you get it some wine and you're like, hmm, that's good. I bet it's a Moscato that you like. I bet that's what's in the house. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, and so I I drink Pinot Noir, uh, maybe Merlot, but I like my Reds. I like my Reds. Sweet wine's always the gateway. Okay. Uh, when we come back, we're scheduled to have Xavier Howard of the Dolphins. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.